0: This week's partial starts with the building of the Mishkan and the materials and a different kalim of the Mishkan the Oren the Manoira Shulchan the first thing is the orin. it goes through how to build the and what it should look like it should be coated in gold and atzishitim and different boxes and then it ends off v'nessate es hakapeyres our that the orin had a cover a kapeyres, a lid milmolo on the top of it. And what should you put inside the orange? You should put the edus. And what's the edus? The edus is the mucha, it's the Torah. And Rashi, as a kasha. Rashi says, we already saw before, a few psalms earlier, right before Shaini, it already says the word edus. It says you should put it in. It says, so Rashi himself is bewildered. I don't even know myself, Rashi says, why it says this twice. The word Eidos. And Rashi will tell you, maybe you could say, Sharikh Kvar Nehmar, Nasat is already Eidos. Maybe you could say, as say, Shabal Alameh tells us a din. Shabal Alameh Shiba Oydar that while the orange sits by itself, Beloik Apoirus, without the cover, You should make sure to do what? First put the luchais back into the urn, and then cover it. The teacher says how That you should never cover the urn without without the luchais inside. First open the urn, take out the luchais, leave it open, and then when you put back the luchais, then cover the urn. So the Torah tells us an extra word. The Torah, I mean, what's, what's the significance? Never leave the aren without the Luchas in it covered. I mean, what's, what's the big deal? Why is that so vichlik? Why is it so important for us to know this? Allah, so much so, that the Torah is going to say an extra word twice, a whole pasuk, half a pasuk twice for this, when Rashi so by himself, the Russian Rashi, I don't even know myself, why is this twice? is like this. He says, a person is building a box. So he's building, how do you build a box? He builds the bottom. Then he builds the sides, and the back, and the front. And now he's ready to, it's not finished yet. Because everything can fall out of the box. So what does he do? He builds a cover. And as he builds the cover, now he takes that cover, and he puts it on top, and he says, Sonic, what did I just make? And everyone in the class says, Rebbe, you made a box. Gvaldik. What happens if you never make the cover? What happens if you make the sides and the walls the walls and the bottom, but you never ever make the cover? And it just stands there open. So you never get to the point of saying, look, it's a box. What happens if you take the urn and you close it, so when the luchas are inside what does it become? It's the haliga iron. It becomes the Kri that holds the haliga Luchis. But if you cover it with no Luchis, then so what does it become? Now it just becomes a box. So the Torah is telling you, when it comes to the iron, when it comes to Torah, you can never have the iron ever just being a box. Because when you put the Torah into something, so it becomes one with the Torah. It has to always be a Torah holder. It has to always be a clean that holds the Torah. It can never just be a box. Because when you learn Torah, and when you're in Yeshiva, you're not a guy who just yeah, it's one of the subjects. I learn, and then I do science, and I do history, and a math, and then I learn again, and I go second Seder, night Seder. And when you learn Torah, and the Torah goes inside of you, you become a Torah holder. It is who you are. Like the Orin is, the Orin is a Torah holder. It's never just a box. It's never just a facilitator of something that holds other things. It's not a shoebox. It's not a box that just holds other things. Right now it holds the Torah. Now it's closed holds nothing. It's only something that holds Torah regardless of what you're doing. Once you see the Mishmanish and you open your Gemara and you learn Torah, you have an Echayis now as someone who is a clea for Torah. And once you become a Klee for Torah, you you, you have to hold yourself better. You can't just become a box anymore. You can't just become a guy who also does other things. I think we said the word before. When Amalek was in the Midbar and Kali Yisrael was going through the Midbar and they come and they see a nation that's dressed like the Canaanim I'm sorry, they're dressed like the Amalekim and they're talking Kanani. that's why the Torah says Yishma is a Canaan. and Kali is confused because normally what they do is they dive into the Elisha so that they should win the war against whatever nation they're fighting so they don't know what they should dive in for so they daven against Canaan or should they daven against Amalek? They look like Amalekim, but they're talking Kanani. And what happened? What's Pshat is the Amalekim knew that Klyosov is this tremendous kayak that they daven and they win every single war they go to. So they decided, what we're going to do, let's dress up. Let's talk Kanani. And when we talk Kanani, Kli we will daven against Canaan and really we're Amalek. And they'll daven that we should defeat Canaan and really we're not Canaan. And we'll win the war. I I don't understand. Pasha de Kasha. Pasha de Kasha is put put on a put on a K'nani shirt, and it would have worked. You couldn't put on a Kenani shirt, dressed like a Kenani. and it would have been a, it would have been bad. A jay, you would have won. You're such a fool. But the Taretz says no. The Taretz says the Kenani, the Amaleki said to himself, "If I talk like a Kenani and I look like a Kenani, then ich bin a Kenani." Then I'm a Kanani and I refuse because my identity as an Amalek, I'm a proud Amaleki. And I refuse to give up my identity as an Amaleki. So I know I might mess up my whole plan here. So I learned I sit with Rosetta Stone for months and learned the whole language of Kanani, but I refuse to put on a shirt that says Canaan. Because I, I don't want to change my identity of who I am. And their plan failed. And Klay so said, we're gonna dive in for Whatever nation this is, Stam, they don't feel Stam. Whatever nation this is, we should defeat. And they defeated them. Because if you talk like a Ferd, like a Goy. If you talk like not like a ben And if, Chasam, you, you look like you're not a ben So then how could you be that Oren, that Torah holder that walks the streets and walks the halls of Yeshiva. How can you go from a Gemara, from a Ravina and a Rashi, from the the to before the and then also, once again, let me take, that's not the way it works with Torah. You're an Arun. You're an Arun HaKodesh. The Arun holds Torah, you hold Torah. And if you hold Torah, that means you have an Echarias to always hold Torah, to always look like an Arun, to always be Kodesh. You can't decide anymore. Okay, I'm just going to wear this shirt now. I'm just going to walk, walk like this. I'm just going to look like that. You stand for something that's special. You stand for a B'nei Yeshiva. You stand for, as you know, my tagline Yeshiva is always, this is a Yeshiva. This is a Yeshiva means we are holy. We are special. We are B'nei Torah. That's what we do during the day. We learn Torah. And if we learn Torah, that makes us better people, higher people. Different people who have to talk and look differently, who act differently. There's a story of a guy, his wife is expecting their fifth kid. In the middle of the night, she feels she's having a child, she's having the baby, they have to go to the hospital. So he quickly knocks on the neighbor's door. Can you please send one of your daughters over to my house? I have to run to the hospital, my wife's having a baby. He's back in the 80s. So he, in Brooklyn, he jumps in his car with his wife. He starts flying across the Brooklyn Bridge. He's going to the mom his hospital. Then you still have to pay tolls. There's no such thing as Easy Pass. So he's flying, and he gets to the Brooklyn Bridge, in the middle of the night even, and there's a whole line of cars by the toll, one at a time. Back, I didn't have the money. This guy's opening the door to find maybe change in the floor like we used to do. You don't even, you don't even remember. It's the guy's throwing in the buckets. You don't even know what I'm talking about. And he comes... To the toll. finally he, sees, so he realizes he can't do it. So there was a emergency lane, shoulder. So he goes into the, sho- into the shoulder, and he starts driving. And sure enough, he looks, he turns around, blue and red. Guy comes out, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? And he says, sir, look in the back seat. And his wife is sitting there clearly in labor. He says, why don't you, you call? Why don't you you call one, tell us the situation. He says, quickly, let me go in front of you. And he drives in front of the car. And he clears the way. They get to Maimonides just in time. And the baby's born. A few hours later, he's on the way back across the bridge. And he gets to the toll booth. There's a lady there. And he turns to the man and he says, Oh, congratulations! he says, what? what are you talking about, he says well I see you're holding in your hand, it's a dollar for the toll and as you pulled up you see you're holding two dollars, two singles says so what's that for, he's like yeah it's true I, uh, I was coming across the bridge and I, and I didn't pay the toll because my wife was having a baby and so she saw that he had the, the band and so I wanted to pay you the two dollars he says yeah the cop came back across the bridge, that's where he's supposed to be so he came back across the bridge and he told me on the way back, he says, there's going to be a guy the beard. his wife had a baby. And on the way back he's going to pay you $2 because he missed the bridge to pay on the way in. So you must be that guy. Congratulations, what do you have? He says, I had a, I had a boy. He gives him $2 and goes home. He says, Yiddin, we always have a chance to make a kid Hashem. We always have a chance to show everybody else how much greater we are, and how much more we have to be special because of who we are. And so much more so if you're a bentire. You. So much more so if your, your, your profession in life is a made is is a, is a you. Because once you learn tell you, that means you stand for something even greater. You stand for something even more special. Just to end off, just maybe one thing. When the Torah says, V'asuli Miktosh v'shachati b'seicham, really the Pesach should have said, V'asuli, V'asuli mishkon They weren't building a mikdash, a base on mikdash. They were building a mishkon. So say in the Pesach, V'asuli mishkon. Make for me a mishkon. That's what they were making. Why is it a mikdash? To tell you that this din this alocha, this mitzvah of making a mikdosh, wasn't only for Kli Yisrael in the Midbar. In the Midbar, they called it a mishkan. In 2024, we call it Yeshiva Saruvin. Wherever we are, that's what we call it. The mitzvah is, wherever you are, to make it a mikdosh. The Baisham does not telling Klay Yisrael, so now make me a mikdosh. Make me a mikdosh, wherever you're going to be, make me a mikdosh. Here it's called the Mishkan. there it's called the Beis Miktosh. Here it's called here it's called yushul, there it's called that shul. We come in for shacharis, for Mincha for Mayiv, You have to realize. Same thing. This is a yeshiva. This is a miktosh. This is a miktosh ma'at. This is all we have. We don't have a basel. We don't have a place to go Davin. We don't have a place to stand by. By 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 a mizbeach and give kabbonis. So this is what we have now, and there's so many people who are really taking advantage of that to come with the hat, the jackets, davening, because we realize this is the place. This is the malkum kodesh. This is arva osulim miktosh. There's no reason why I could stand in front by mincha. People talking during mincha. People talking during during shachar. Uh, you're standing in a Miktosh. You're standing in a, mix- a mishkan. You should be told that you can't, you have to look, you have to look respectful, you have to look like a Benteuer when you're coming to Daven, you have to be told that. You just walk through the doors of a base of Mikdash! If you walk into a prestigious place, a palace, a king, you, you have to be, you, please don't have your titsis over your shoulder with, with your shirt untucked uh, your, your, your jacket somewhere else and your hat non-existent. Do, do you realize where you are? I'm sorry, do you, do you realize where you are? There's plenty of places in the world that when you walk into that place, you realize, since I'm in this place, I'm going to dress like this. And since I'm in that place, I'm going to act like that. And since I'm here, I can't do this. It's, it's basics. When you walk into this room, there's basics. For us this is our mikdash. And when we're in this Mokim Tefillah, makam taira base Medjish, so it's poshit that we have to talk and daven in a way that's even not during davening, even when it's a base Medjish, even while someone's giving a shmooz, we, we, we shouldn't be playing games because we're in a base Medjish. Let's take the message of realizing how great we are. Take the message of realizing how special you are as a Torah holder, as an orange Kodesh, as someone who holds Torah, holds up Torah, walks around with a brand, with a, with a stamp on his back, saying, I am a Ben Torah, and therefore I act different, and I talk different, and I dress different. And when I'm in a base Medjish, when I'm in a Makkum Kodesh, I know that there's basic, basic responsibilities and expectations of how I'm supposed to act how I'm supposed to be dressed, how I'm supposed to daven. But he like, said, take every chance you get to make that Kedish Hashem, to make everyone proud of you as a true ben